Voice Coaches Radio. Everything voiceover. Hello and welcome once again to Voice Coaches Radio. I'm Warren Garland. And I'm Mike Spring. And we're going to talk today about the all-important follow-up. And you know how I know that? Because it's right down here in my notes. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, we're not talking about notes today. We are talking about follow-up. Yeah, when to do it, how to do it, uh, how often to do it so you're not being a pest. All of that stuff we're going to encompass here. And this actually started with uh, Mike. Not getting paid? No. That can't happen to you. <laughs> no. Well, it's not not so much that I haven't gotten paid. I just haven't gotten paid yet. There you go. It's simply a matter that uh, I had a couple of jobs I did back on October 1st. And uh, as it came up on the two-month mark, I haven't received my, my checks for those jobs yet. So hmm. I thought, well, I should probably follow up and send an email uh, to the client and just kind of remind them or see if they had an, an ETA for when I might receive payment. And I had been holding off on sending an email because I always try to give people the benefit of the doubt. But I also know that sometimes when there's multiple parties involved. It can take a while to get paid from the client, and then that payment has to get processed and sent to me. And so, you know, I was trying to give them a little bit of time. But but once it hit that two-month point, I kind of said, eh, maybe mm. it's time to send a little a little reminder. So yeah. I sent an email. And I've had similar experiences where, you know, you figure, okay, it, it seems to have been long enough, you know, since I asked this question. And it might not be about payment. It might be something right. as simple as uh, asking for a, a sample of what you, you know, the finished product that mm-hmm. you want to use on your demo, something like that. Um, just recently, same thing happened to me. I'm on my probably second email to somebody asking them. I remember, I asked you about a, a you know a copy of this so I can use it on my demo, and I haven't heard back yet. So I'm probably going to do that. In what maybe one more time, Mike? Is that what you think? Yeah, I think that sounds about right. Unless it's a really important issue, such as getting paid for a job that you did. You know, there's sort of a limit on how many times you can you can sort of pester somebody about it. And I'll give you a good example. Actually, uh, one of our students, Kevin Ray Dean, we've interviewed him on the podcast before. For, um, was talking to me just recently. He did a job not long ago for a very large government agency down in Washington, D.C. And so he was following up with his contact there who got him the job with a couple of questions. First of all, could he get a sample of the work to use in his demo? Mm-hmm. Second of all, uh, was there anybody else that she knew at the organization that might have use of his talent? And thirdly, uh, if he could get a testimonial from her for his website. And he emailed her once and she said, I'm really busy right now. I'll get back to you in a couple of weeks. He waits. Sent her a reminder email, and nothing happened. Sent her another email a little while later, you know, a few weeks later, not not rushing it, and, and he still got no response. And so he said, you know, what should I do? Should I let this drop? Should I go one more time? And I said, here's a strategy that I, I think you can adopt. I said, give her one more try. Send one more email. And instead of asking all three questions, pick the question that's the most important to you. Pick one thing that you really need an answer to and send her just that question. Say, hey, I know you're really busy. I really just was wondering if... I could possibly get a sample of the work for my demo and see if she responds to that. And if she doesn't, then you just have to let it drop because you don't want to pester her and, and you know, and become a nuisance, somebody they don't want to work with again. But maybe by just kind of giving one pointed question, it'll be an opportunity for her to send you a quick reply. And don't you know, not only did she reply, but she answered all three of his original questions and he got what he needed. So persistence pays off, but you have to kind of work strategically. You don't want to ever be uh, an inconvenience to people. Yeah. And you don't really want to ever assume that somebody's just ignoring you. There's probably mm-hmm. a good reason why they haven't gotten back to you. For all, you know, he knows, you know, she could have been in Europe for, you know, six weeks or something. <laughs> right. You know, who knows? Right. So finally, when she gets around to it, you know, she's very nice about it and did not feel that Kevin had uh, bothered her at all. Exactly. So that's that's what you're looking to do here. You're not looking to um, you know overstay your welcome, if that's a good phrase to use there. But you know you're not looking to, to bother someone. But you do you know try to get some closure on something. It does take a few times. You know again we think two or three times usually is enough, and then you know move on. Exactly. 
And, you know, it's always easiest to start with an email. Send an email, hope for a response, and see what happens. You know, and like Warren said, uh, maybe a couple. If it's an important issue, like, say, a payment issue, and you're not getting anywhere with email, then you can move to a phone call. It's not that there's anything wrong with making a phone call, but you really want to save those for the most important issues, the times when you kind of have something that's very important that you have to tackle. Because, you know, you always want to leave a positive impression. You never want to come across as a nuisance. And so, you know, you just mitigate that and use the phone when you have to because people are busy and they just might not always have time to take a phone call from you. Uh, that being said, if it's somebody that you have a long-standing work relationship with, someone you can just pick up the phone and call, then that's not really as much of a problem. But if it's a client you've only worked with once or twice, always start with email, work your way up to a phone call. And of course, you can do what I do. When Mike doesn't return my email, I reach around the corner where he sits and I slap him back <laughs> of the head and he immediately answers me. So it's it's terrific. It is true. It's very effective. <laughs> also remember, um, instead of slapping people on the head, uh, although that, that does work, keep every all your communications really friendly, yes. really positive, very upbeat, very thankful. You know, don't, don't email people and say, hey, where's my money? You know, that's not really a great way to make a good impression. So, um, you know, just keep it positive and upbeat and people will respond to that. Now, if your New Year resolution is to try something new, find a new challenge perhaps, we might suggest checking into our introduction to voice acting class. We talk about it often here. We offer this two-and-a-half-hour adult education class at universities, colleges, and schools throughout the country and up in Canada, and we could be near you in the new year. You like that? Near you in the new year? Yes, that was uh, that was a, an excellent <laughs> use of the N and the Y combination twice, Warren. Thank I'm you. very impressed. I'm, I thought you might be. <laughs> well, in January, you can watch for us in Denver, Colorado, Las Vegas, Nevada, Shreveport, Louisiana, Teaneck, New Jersey, and Washington, D.C. We'll also be in Sierra Vista, Arizona, Dallas, Texas, Buffalo and Hudson, New York, Sharon, Weston and Winchester, Massachusetts and Charlotte, North Carolina. It's easy to find out when we'll be near you in 2012. Do you like that? No, I prefer 2012, actually. <laughs> okay. And just call us. Our toll-free number is 866-887-2834. Or you can email us at podcast at voicecoaches.com where we're happy to also take your comments, questions and topic suggestions and if we don't respond right away, you can follow up once every two or three weeks, eventually getting to a phone call if you really need to get a hold of us. It's amazing how you tie that all together. <laughs> you like that? I like that. I think that's where we'll wrap up. What do you think? Sounds good to me. All right. We'll do this again next week. Enjoy your holiday season. Visit voicecoaches.com for more voiceover news and information. So I figure if I just nod off in here for a couple minutes while we're talking, you know, <laughs> nobody should notice. Wouldn't be the first time you fell asleep while I was talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I guess I should look through this and see what we're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Cool. It's very easy to find out when we'll be. <laughs> I'll have to learn, learn how to talk, and we'll be great. You know, if you're if you're gonna do it a second time, I suggest doing it better the second time. <laughs> That's usually my plan. Yeah. <laughs>